The following program contains mature content matter. Listener discretion is advised. Giant Monster Productions presents an original episodic series from Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Tales of the Monster Hunters. Volume 1. Issue 4. What's up with Mario? After searching for so many days and nights, I had finally tracked down the Larmort. But now as I came face to face with what I had been tracking for so long, I had to act fast, or suffer the same fate as others before me. Leslie Cannon. Brooklyn, New York. 1967. Our story begins inside a pizza guy's pizzeria where Pat is standing behind the front counter, preparing to call Mavim. Hello? 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 Is this Brown Google? Naveen! Naveen, it's Pat! Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? I know who it is, stupid. I have something called caller ID, you know. <laughs> well, look at you! Mr. Science and all, with caller ID. Listen, I need to get down to the comic book shop. How long until you can get here? Well, that depends. On what? How long will it take you to prepare a pizza for me? Hold on, hold on now. That's just racist. How so? How? You're asking me to make you a pizza just because I'm a Sicilian. I'm asking you to make me a pizza because you're working a pizzeria and I haven't eaten since this afternoon. Ah, come on, man. The ovens are closed. It's after 11 o'clock. Oh, well, guess you don't need to get where you're going then. Hold on. Hold on. Are you implying that if I don't make you a pizza, you're not going to come down here and pick me up? Now you're getting it, Pat. I knew you weren't as stupid as Bruno said. This is extortion. No, this is the only way your grumpy ass gets picked up tonight. (sighs) Fine. What do you want? Your usual meat lovers? Better make it a double meat lovers and a diet root beer. Ah, yes. Just like a Merlot from 76. That diet pop will sure balance off the taste of that meat lovers. Very good choice, sir. See you shortly. Three minutes later, Naveen arrives and sees Pat standing out front holding his pizza. Pat gets in while Naveen looks back at him. Here you go. One double meat lovers. Enjoy it. Hope you don't choke. Mm-mm. Open the box. What? Open the box. I want to look inside. Yes, yes. I better open the box. You never know. I might have switched out your pizza for something more healthier because, uh, you know, celery sure is going out of style lately. Never mind. Just hand me the damn pizza. All right, then. Here you go, Chuck E. Cheese. Now, chop, chop. Off to the comic book shop. Where is the other half of Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Well, if you must know, Dumb is out on a date. I wonder how this date will end. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure he's going to make us both hear about what happened in very, very, very vivid detail. Ugh, just a thought. Has Bruno ever had a second date with the same gal? Who in the hell would want to go out on a second date with him? He brings hand puppets, for God's sakes. Hand puppets! What's going on in this guy's head? Why are you off to Chloe's for? Well, if you must really know, we left Reggie there last night. Him and Chloe were going through some uh, boxes to see if they could find any information about La Morte. This happened, Miss You Too. Then won't find anything. Huh? Says who? Says any hunter who ever tried to track them. Any hunter that figured out how to find them have all disappeared. Never to be seen again? That's what disappearing usually mean. Shit. Five minutes later, they arrive at Chloe's comic book shop. All right, Guyanese Dracula. Thank you ever so much for riding your hearse. Talk to you soon. 
Pat gets out of the cab and is surprised to see Naveen, who gets out and walks around towards him. Um, what's going on here? What are you doing? I'm coming in with you. Why? Because I got me this pie to eat and I don't want to sit in my cab eating it all alone. Okay, fine, but I don't think Chloe's going to be too happy about having all these people in her store. But I'm sure she's cool with you guys hanging up anytime you please. They both see a cab pull up and stop. Bruno then gets out and walks towards them. Really, boy? You call a rainbow cab company and not me? Settle down, fucking Terrence Trent Darby. My date got pissed at me. She's the one who called the cab. She paid for it to get rid of me. How the fuck did I know which cab company she was going to call? Okay, I know I'm going to regret this, but I have to ask, why did she ask you to leave? It's the fucking puppets, right? Well, apparently, you're going to love this. You can't tell someone how much you resemble their mother during sex. You said that? <laughs> of course you did. How stupid of me. That's the last time I gave a woman a compliment. What? How is that a compliment? No one wants to hear you tell them they look like their mom when you're giving it to them, you know. Yeah, someone who thinks highly of herself. And I bet you said that too, didn't you? No, not in so many words. Well, if like you said, she's really that much into herself, maybe you're better off not seeing her again. Thank fuck her mother isn't like her daughter. She's more down to earth. <sighs> you're gonna take the mom out, aren't you? It's in the best interest of her daughter. She's very concerned about her and why she can't keep a boyfriend. Hmm, maybe it's because every guy she brings to the house just wants to end up banging her mom? Could be. I'll let you know after our date. I swear, Bruno. Sometimes I think you're more evil than the monsters you two hunt. Why is so couillant here? <laughs> what did you just call him? Are you deaf? I just called him a so couillant. It's a Guyanese vampire. Really? He didn't want to eat alone. Thank goodness you got that fucking root beer to compliment your meal, Jenny Craig. Too bad I didn't get anything for the indigestion you two are causing me. Pop begins to knock on the door. Chloe! Reggie! It's us! Open up! Reggie now approaches from inside and stops at the counter, then nervously looks towards the door. Oh, for fuck's sake! Reggie! Let us in! Uh, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Bruno, is this guy for real? Open the fucking door! Open the fucking door, piggy. Open up the door this minute, or this big bad wolf is gonna huff and puff and blow it down. Come in there and beat your ass. What? Ah, werewolf. Reggie runs away, screaming from the door. Good job, idiots. You scared the shit out of him. <laughs> so what? Look at him run. <laughs> uh, Bruno, grab the wolf puppet. Hurry up. <laughs> Yeah, you think Chloe's gonna take his dumb ass seriously that there is a werewolf at her door? Naveen turns away from them, looks inside, then quickly turns and looks back at them again. You may want to rethink that, Bruno. The door suddenly opens and Chloe comes charging out armed with a six-shooter. Oh shit! Calm down, Calamity Jane. Do we look like fucking werewolves? You'd be wasting your silver on them, Chloe. You know it would not kill them. Chloe lowers her gun, and then the five of them go into the store. You know my fire goddess, I have my own six-shooter I like to get rough with, and mine doesn't shoot blank. Calm down, calm down, overactive hormones. How much sex do you need in one night, Raging Bull? <sighs> Did you guys at least find anything on how to track the Lamort? Sadly, no. But tell you. <sighs> so we're back to square fucking one. Thanks, Reggie. Wait, how is this my fault again? What? You didn't think I was going to blame the future Miss Dominico, did you? Uh, who's that? Reggie suddenly runs off screaming. 
<sighs> we have one more option, Bice. What may that be? Mario. Mario? Mario Lombarda. Are you talking about that psycho who has the pirate radio broadcast? One in the same. That guy's completely unhinged. What makes you think he'd come here and help us out? I don't know if you two know this or not, but at one time, Mario Lombardo was one of the most fear hunters. Yes, his tactics were a little unorthodox, and he has known to come unglued at the best of times. But he always get he results. And from what I hear, he has quite the library of information that no other hunter has. So... He's our only hope. Settle down, fucking Princess Leia. We ain't sending droids to find this fucking guy. <laughs> you don't find this guy, Bruno. He find you. Wherever it is, wherever Mario lives, and does his pirate broadcast from, its location is as secure as the Batcave. Uh, the Batcave isn't that secure. What in the name of God are you two asylum patients talking about? In Batman Forever, they easily found the location of the Batcave. Reggie! What if I told you about that travesty of a film that Schumacher created? It destroyed the Batman franchise forever. Never mention him and Batman in the same sentence ever again. Are you fucking nuts? Here we go. Batman Forever cast Val Kilmer, who turned out to do the best Bruce Wayne in any Batman movie. He was better than Bale, Affleck, or Keaton. What? You're gonna stand there? Look at me straight-faced and say that to me? Can you actually tell me with a straight fucking face that Batman Forever and not Batman and Robin destroyed the Batman franchise? George Clooney and his fucking bat nipple suit? Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl? Come on! I quite enjoyed her as Batgirl. Yeah! Look, Reggie agrees with me. Did you bang your fucking head? How long a discotheque? Unless you intervene, it just goes on and on. And if you're really lucky, one of them will bring up the whole debate. Star Trek or Star Wars, which franchise is better? Bruno, Pat, what? Don't worry, I will get a sit down with Mario. How? You just said nobody knows where he is. Don't worry, I know a guy. What do you mean, you know a guy? When you say guy, do you mean somebody that you know or just a guy? This guy is Mario's friend. In order for you to meet Mario, you have to go through his friend. So, can you set up the meeting with this guy? Or do you have to get in touch with this guy to set up a meeting for us to talk to Mario? You do realize it's almost midnight, right? And most people are asleep at this hour. They would if they were sane. But as I have learned, they can't tell time. Then how soon can you set this meeting up? I will call Persaud later this morning. Per who? No, no, I'm pretty sure he said persuade. No, Captain Illiterates. Persaud. Persaud. Why did you stop at two? If you say his name three times, does he suddenly appear? Oh, no, Bruno. What if Persuade is a demon? That would be awkward. Why? If he is a demon we never faced before, we'd have to ask Mario, his friend, how to kill him. Then out of courtesy, we'd have to apologize to Mario for killing his friend. You're right. That would be awkward. It isn't just me, is it? Don't you feel more stupid when you're around them? Since I have known these two, I have begun to realize why certain creatures eat their young. Later that day, inside the pizzeria, Bruno is sitting with his head down on a table as Pat walks into the dining room carrying an empty pizza tray. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Pat lifts the tray up into the air and then brings it down hard on top of the table, startling Bruno awake. What the fuck? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Rip Van Winkle. Did I wake you? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I think the sound of pizza tray damaged my hearing. <laughs> my bad. I should just take the damn thing and fucking hit you in the back of the head with it. What? Okay, that's enough, Bruno. Come on. Nono needs us to go make some fresh dough. Let's get going. What? You know what? You know what? Just forget it. I'll go do it myself. It's not like I'd be doing all the work anyways.
You just sit there, relax. What? Pack groans and then walks off. Bruno chuckles, then hears a door open and sees Naveen walk in with another man. Bruno, this is Porsad. He was the one I was telling you about. Very nice to meet you, sir. Charmed. Where is Pat? He's in the kitchen making pizza dough. Why aren't you helping him? <laughs> I think we both know the answer to that question. Why is he laughing, Naveen, sir? Why is he laughing? He wouldn't know a hard day's work if it hit him in the face. Yes, that could be quite painful. Can you go get your brother, please? Pat, get your ass out here. Naveen's here with Mario's friend. I could have done that. Pat steps out of the kitchen and stops for a moment as he looks over towards the three and then begins to walk towards them. Pat, this is Prasad. Prasad, Pat. How are you, sir? Well, thank you. Why don't we all take a seat? All four of them pull up a chair and sit down. Mr. Naveen tell me you two are twin. He was more like an afterthought. What? How can you even say that? I was born first, dummy. The only reason your dumbass came out first was because if our parents would have seen me first, they never would have wanted you. Do they always argue like this, sir? Them two worse than cat and dog, per se. Are you certain them hunt the same monster Mr. Mario used to hunt? Yes, but somehow the monsters they have hunted have not killed them and not killed each other. I don't know how to explain it, Porsad. I can. You can? Yes, Mr. Naveen, sir. These two men have the heart of a tiger. They do? Oh, yes, sir. They do not fear one another, which gives them the courage to be not afraid of any monster. So them arguing and wanting to tear each other apart is a good thing? Very much, sir. Just picture, if you could, two tigers locked in a cage wanting to fight one another but will attack the next thing that come near them. I don't think tiger is the best word you could use to describe them. Excuse me, sirs. Excuse me, sirs. Yes! Your courage has convinced me enough that I will call Mr. Mario and tell him you want to meet. What courage? Hey, hey, hey. I like this one. He make me laugh. Well, that's great, Mr. Persuade, but uh, any idea when that'll be? Hold on, sir. I will call him and ask. You really think that this Mario has nothing better to do than to take his calls? Hello, Mr. Mario, sir. It's me, Persad. I'll shut up now. I have two fine stallions who want to meet you, sir. Now we're stallions. I thought you were going to shut up. You shut up. Excellent, sir. I will tell them. Good news, I hope. Mr. Mario is anxious to meet you both. Okay, when and where? He's going to come here, sir. Mario's coming here? here? Correct. And when should we expect his highness? When he gets here. When he gets here? That's what he told you? Correct, sir. You believe the fucking nutsack on this guy? When he gets here. Is there a problem, Mr. Bruno, sir? No, no. No, no. He's okay. He's fine. Very good, sirs. I hope your meeting goes well. Thanks. Mario's actually coming here. Huh. Who would have thunk it? Definitely not me. Come along, Mr. Naveen, sir. We must get back to the taxi depot. Wait, wait. He drives a cab as well? Who do you think owns the whistling jug? Bet you it's Persuade. Okay, now we can go. If we stay around here too long, with these two, you begin to get stupid. Naveen gives him one last look, then walks towards the door and leaves. Okay, Bruno, come on. Now that we know he can be here at any time, let's go get that pizza dough made before Crazy in the back there comes out and starts yelling at us. What? Are you kidding me? You've got selective hearing again? Now? What? Fine, fine. Just stay out here and wait for Mario, would ya? Okay. Pat now stops and looks back at Bruno, then walks off as he curses under his breath. I heard that. No sooner has Pat walked into the kitchen that Reggie walks out towards Bruno, the sounds of objects clattering from the kitchen. Boy, Bruno, Pat is really mad. Tell him to get over it. I already have. You're really not gonna help him make the dough? Reggie, I have to wait out here for Mario. 
We were told by Persuade that he could show up at any time. We could literally be here for hours. You'd be done the dough by then. You're right, Dorothy. It won't take long. So turn yourself around, walk down the yellow brick road, and go help him while I wait for Muriel. Reggie frowns and then gets up and begins to walk back towards the kitchen. Honestly, I have to do everything around here. One hour later, Pat and Reggie walk out from the kitchen to find Bruno playing Galaxian. Reggie! Reggie! You better call 911! Do it now! Uh, why? I think my brother's gonna need an ambulance. Suddenly, Pat hears the door open and sees a tall man with crazy long black curly hair walk in wearing tinted glasses and a black tracksuit. The man now looks directly at Pat and Reggie while Bruno pays him no notice and continues to play. Well, 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 would you look at this. I walk into this pizzeria looking for three men and instead I find the three stooges. What the hell have I just walked into? Now where can I find myself Pat and Bruno Domenico? They work here, don't they? Heard they want to play with the adults. Um, I'm Pat Domenico, and over there's my brother Bruno. Whom, who are you? Me? Who am I? Boys, my name's Mario. You have been listening to Tales of the Monster Hunters. Created by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Directed and produced by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Story and written by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Tales of the Monster Hunters start. Enzo Ferrara as Pat and Mario. Antonio Ferrara as Bruno. Paul Cairns as Reggie. Mahandra Dana as Naveen and Persaud. GMP as Chloe. Narrated by Alexander Ferrara. Editing and music by Alexander Ferrara. Coming soon. Tales of the Monster Hunters, Issue 5, What's Up with Mario Part 2. Coming Monday, May 8, 2023. This has been a presentation of Giant Monster Productions. Copyright 2023. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you for listening.